is all about the adventures that Danielle and I have as dance teachers and choreographers living here in New York City. We will be sharing our experiences and all the ridiculous and hilarious truths. However, to keep the identity of the students and companies we have worked for safe, we won't be mentioning any by name, and if we do, they will be changed. That being said, let's get into today's topic. Are you a dancer? <laughs> so, this topic came about with uh, several models or cheerleaders or even gymnasts, being called dancers. Now, the first thing I want to say is this is typically done by not actual dancers or not gymnasts or not models or not pageant girls. It's typically done by outside people. Yes. That are very confused. Because the one thing that I, like, I have respects for all of these crafts. I by no means will say that even being a model is easy. None of these things are easy. But I think it's a completely different type of training and it's a different kind of carriage to the body and different things when it comes to like whether you actually are or aren't. So I think I want to start with like models and why it's always very, we even did one of our earlier episodes, um, I think it was, it might have been Hiplet or I don't remember, episode three, that's a while back now actually. Mm -hmm. um, but we kind of talked about where uh, photographers or models will hire or companies will hire models or non-dancers to do photo shoots and they'll look horrible or be horrible turnout you know or something like that and though that's that in and of itself to me is why I would never call a model a dancer because while a dancer can model and a model might also be a dancer the two are just very different like it's a not it's not the same. Moving the movement of the body is not the same, and you're not trained the same. No, they're they're not. Um, and it's very interesting to me that there seems to be this weird thing where people are like, "Oh, you're a model. You must have grown up like being a ballerina or something like that." And I'm yeah. always like, "How did we even get to that?" Like, I think it analogy because I'm really not sure. I think it comes from one people being horrible to women because it's about a body it's about a body image thing and I think that is why this title this true. completely all gets mushed in together with everyone it becomes it becomes a body type because we think of a prima ballerina as a thin figured woman you know that doesn't have you know accentuated features or maybe she does and so I think that is why it's so ingrained They're like oh if you model you must you like can totally dance right like you have the body for it mm -hmm. not knowing that like muscle mass alone is different you know which yeah. will bring me into let's go cheerleaders and work our way up to gymnasts cheerleaders so i can't there are some cheerleaders or sort of some cheerleading teams that do dance in some regards but i would not all, i would not flat out call a cheerleader a dancer no, and I mean, we were talking about this before we started recording. I, I did, I was a cheerleader um, for three years in high school, and we, my school did not compete, but we would go, we would do, like, cheerleading camps during the summer. We would go mm -hmm. do those, like, week-long intensive where you yeah. go, go with all the other schools, and, um, and we would cheerlead for the basketball games is what we would cheerlead for, so we would cheerlead on the sidelines, and then we would do a halftime routine. Yeah. Um, 
but it never, and because my team um, was more recreational versus competitive, like we did, you know, my team did not compete. Um, there, especially, there was no tumbling class and there was no dance class that was involved. Right. It was just about, um, you know, learning the routines and learning the cheers. Now, did most of the, the girls that were on the team, did most of them take dance current at that current time or at some point in their life? Yes, see, that's true. See, that was the same kind of thing at, at my high school because my high school, all the cheerleaders did football season because they just wanted a ton mm -hmm. of fun. And then, like, basketball season, it, football cheerleaders were everyone. And then it became basketball cheerleaders and competition cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. And, like, the basketball cheerleaders, it was that. They, they would be learning cheer routines. And they would learn, the, again, the dances for in between uh, halftime. But a lot of those girls didn't have dance backgrounds. Yeah. So I could, I could say, they, I would call them self-taught dancers, you know, or the... One or two of the cheerleading coaches over the years, like, might have had some dance training. Right, but even ours didn't, yeah. Right, and, but, like, and even, I think she was just another, a previous cheerleading coach. But, again, that was purely entertainment. Right. Dance. Well, and so cheerleading is really interesting because if you, let's, like, let's flash forward to collegiate level cheerleading. So if Love, you. Those girls are athletes. Yes, so if <laughs> you are on a Division One collegiate cheerleading um team that means you actually are like yes you're at the football games and sometimes the basketball games it's mostly the football ones yeah. but what you're really doing what all your practices consist of is getting ready for competition season and going to the going to the finals trying yeah. to go to the nationals and the finals and all of that um and but those teams those division one teams they are considered Division One athletes, those cheerleaders, oh, yeah. and they are they are brought in. They have choreographers brought in to teach technique yes. and routines, yeah. and not necessarily technique in the way we've spoken about it, but to a degree. Well, and I would, and I would even say this kind of like competition cheerleaders, especially on the collegiate level, I can see why people are do confuse them with dancers or calling them flat out dancers. Yes, because the workouts are the same. Like you, those girls are in or guys. They're in the gym, they're training, they're working with uh, physical train physical therapists, physical trainers, choreographers do yes. come in and set routines and things like that. But it's a very it's very like again, it's still just a very different art form. At the end of the day, there's tump they can excuse musical they can excuse bad musicality for tumbling. Yes, and that's the other thing. Like collegiate division one cheerleaders, and not even just division one, but I'm talking division one because this is, I think, where a lot of the lines get blurred. Yes. They also have tumbling practices. They'll have specific tumbling coaches come in. Mm -hmm. And they're not, and it's it's all of this different stuff. And usually these cheerleaders, men and women who get on the division, these division one teams, they grew up, they, you know, in middle school did cheerleading, in high school cheer led, and maybe even danced or gym or did gymnastics. But these are the people who are like, no, I wasn't a dancer, I wasn't a gymnast. Exactly. They grew up cheerleading. They may have done some of the other stuff as well, but they grew up cheerleading. They were always on a cheer team and probably a competitive high school team as well. Oh yeah. And I think that is the problem is like people see it or they'll be like, oh, well I watch, you know, the nationals on ESPN and like they're dancing. 
And it, it goes both ways. It's disrespectful both ways. It's disrespectful exactly. to I a dancer to call a cheerleader a dancer because while the workouts are the same, there is stuff that is different and that neither of us can do. And it's disrespectful for a cheerleader to call them, to call... Um, to call a cheerleader to just cheer, a dancer. Yeah, just a dancer because they're doing more than just than a dancer does and a dancer's doing more and different things than a cheerleader does. And it can be, I mean, if you really want to boil it down to like base level stuff, a cheerleader has to speak and a dancer doesn't. Yeah. I mean, if we want to boil it down to that, like a cheerleader has to, there is, a cheerleader is never going to do a sad emotional piece. A cheerleader yeah. typically, as far as I've ever seen, they are happier, upbeat routine. Yeah, they're usually like a hip hoppy funk to like upbeat music and it's just all about yeah. smiling like there is no there's no story there's no emotion there's no you know any of that that's spoken about and that's fine because that routine is not a dance routine exactly you know and versus again dancers we go through the gambit of like seven minutes of sorrow to like whatever like there's a plethora of of honestly I would say even storytelling mm -hmm. that happens in dance that doesn't 100%. necessarily happen in cheerleading yeah and again not knocking the art form again they're all athletes but it, it's not it's not the same thing because again dancers are telling a story that can't speak or like dancers don't typically speak mm -hmm. you know versus cheerleading they are literally cheering and shouting chants at you which is the point and intention behind it right so i think i i'm definitely agree with danielle there's a level of disrespect by like mistaking the two yeah. for one another. Now, I do think it is possible and I do think it happens that there are sometimes cheerleaders or dancers, but I'm going to speak from personal experience in college, like having cheerleaders be like, oh, you're a dance major. Like I, I do what you do and then some. And I think that there's yes. that again is disrespectful because it's like, to a point, yes, but the and then some is a different thing that you do. I do what you do and then some. I do the exactly. dance that you do and then some. You do you do the basic dance that I do and then some in terms of cheering and tumbling. So I just think that I think most of the time it does come from a third party that'll say like, oh, you're a cheerleader, you're a dancer, but same thing. There no. are there it does happen where people are like, yeah, I can do what you do. Like it's not a big deal, and you should never discredit what somebody does. And oh, also, yeah. just like if they're a cheerleader, call them a cheerleader. Don't call it like you know. If they're call a spade a spade. Exactly. That's it. Which further brings us into gymnast. And I just, honestly, I feel like it's the dance world that's kind of been screwing up lately when it comes to gymnasts in particular or uh, acrobatics or aerial work, because those are definitely skills that are garnered and trained through, you know, gymnasts or gym coaches or gym or tumbling studios. Those are completely different training than what dancers receive. And so I still get real iffy even when I see studios being like, we teach acro. And I'm like, do you have a padded spring floor? And things like that. And it's just, I think dancers, we we of late have, late, like last couple of years or so, have been horrible about blending in gymnastics into dance. Mm -hmm. Now, in some regards, the elements, have, the elements do kind of sync up. Like there are always a round off or a cartwheel. Um... Mm, sometimes a back handspring or a back tuck in a hip hop piece or a jazz piece, mm -hmm. um, toe touches or second leaps like that. That's all kind of fine. Like I think that's about as gray as the mixing gets. But there's no way I'm gonna call a gymnast who's on the high bars or a balance beam a dancer no. because 
again, someone that's been dancing my whole life, I know plenty of dancers that have been dancing their whole life and have never touched a high bar or a balance beam. 100%. But it's, and, and again, it goes the same way. You'll see gymnasts and floor routines do like, one, we're going to call it a pirouette because that's what it's supposed to look like, but it's not even a pirouette because it's, it's, it's a whole thing. It's on flat like foot. Flat, I was like flat Yeah, it's a whole then. thing. But, so there are elements that I think both sides take to create pieces. But yeah. I agree with you in terms of acro, and I've, I've said this on other episodes, I've said this in life, I, just, I don't think acro is a dance form. I don't think it don't. needs to be a dance form, and nor do I think there needs to be a dance where it is all about tricks, because that's what gymnasts do. And if you're super interested in that, you need to consider yeah. doing gymnastics. Well, because there's always that moment when I'm watching a gymnastics floor routine, mm-hmm. where it's like, I, they're grooving to the music, and then they walk to the corner of the mat, and it's like... Gymnast routine. It's like, stunt, 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 trick, 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 stunt, stunt, yes. trick, 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 boom. Then back to dancing. And I'm like, if you were to do that in a competition dance world, you would get points off for transitions and anything like that. But oh. if you do it in a, in a gymnastic world, that's a totally acceptable that's transition. That's what you are supposed to do to exactly. show that you're preparing. And so I think that, you know, it's really, again, it's really interesting. And you, to be aware of like what a person does requires a lot of training and a lot of strength Mm -hmm. so to just be like oh yeah I could do that or like oh yeah whatever you guys do it's the same thing it's all the same is not true and it's unfortunate because it's it is it's disrespectful and upsetting to both sides disrespectful I just can't imagine like thinking of like the most recent you know summer olympics with the you know the final five and those girls like and the strength and power that they had like calling them a dancer it's like blatantly disrespectful to call them a dancer with the amount of work it takes to have the strength to throw and maneuver their bodies like that. That's just not, it's not a fair statement. And to, I would go, so like, it's, it's just ignorance. Like it's one of those things of like, I would much rather you say, I would much rather you ask, is dancing, you know, oh, you're a cheerleader. Is that like dancing? Are you a dancer? Like, are you a cheerleading dancer? You know, or even the, different type of dancers you know like it's just one of those things of like i would rather you feign ignorance and be like i don't know mm-hmm. and ask i would much rather you ask me a dumb question than make a statement proving your knowledge or forcing your knowledge yes because that to me feels more harmful and disrespectful to all the different art forms and the work that goes into putting them in there you know because i even think of like like costumes, hair and makeup, all of that stuff it's is very all different, different for and it's very specific to each one. So it's not fair. I agree. I want to bring up a point though. I want to talk about so you talked about, you know, what the different types are and how mm-hmm. usually it comes from that third party just yes. really not knowing and you know making sure that we are giving credit where credit's due. But then how do you feel about the people who you're like I'm a dancer or I'm a choreographer. This is what I do and someone goes Oh, and I've seen this a lot. Oh, yeah, like, I do pageants, I do that too. Or I do this, and I, yeah, same thing. Like, I also do that the same. How I do you feel about that? See, um, I have never been a fan of pageants. And I have watched all of the Miss Americas and the local pageants. Because, like, I, I used to work for a performing arts center, so they would do, like, these pageants, um... Like, each of the schools would have, like, a pageant things like, theme that we would have in the theater where we, you know, were, uh, like, the Roadhouse Theater. And so, like, I would often, like, have to work these pageant things. And so, 
Besides the fact, I think that these are horrible things to do to your daughters. Um, and again, fight me on it. I just, I don't see the benefit collectively of just doing pageants. I think that there can be some pageant girls who do dance as their talent, you know? And I've seen like the opening numbers that they have, like the girls do, where they're like walking in formation. But like, it's not dance. Like it's, it's to me, it's not dance. But to say, uh, okay, if to say that a pageant girl who walks formations is a dancer would be the same thing as calling like a drum line or a band that does formations on the field dancers. And that's just not true. You can make pretty shapes, you can present yourself, but like you're, you're equating what your movement to dancers that are actually doing some very complicated or technical things. It's not the same to me. I just can't, I can't in good conscience say call that, call that dancing or call them dancers. I think my, yeah, I think my thing is like you, if you do pageants and say you also do dance, so dance is your talent. Yeah. You can be like, yep. I also take dance class. Like, you know, like I'm a dancer, like I do, I dance, but you're not, if you're doing pageants, you're doing that, excuse me, you're doing pageants. That's where your time and your energy and your effort and your money is being put. It's not being put into dance shows or competitions or anything. But what's interesting to me is I feel like this, and this happened to me recently, I was talking about like a venue I've used before to do shows Mm -hmm. and how we can use projection and I want to use it for my next show and in which sense I want to do it. And the person I was speaking to was like, oh my gosh, that's so good to know. Like I do pageants, so I want to use it. And I was like, cool, thought the conversation was going to end there. And then it turned into like, I know exactly what you go through. I know how much effort it is to put a show together. I, and I'm like, okay, but like, you might know on your end how much effort it takes someone to do a pageant. Yes. You don't know what it takes for someone to create a show to be a dancer or a choreographer putting together a show or a piece. And it's not its not cool to say that you know what it is. It's not It's cool. different to be a choreographer and a dancer doing a yes. show. So let alone to be like, and again, I have no problem saying I have never put a pageant together. I can only think of the coordination of people and getting them all together, that can seem quite complicated. And then show moms. So again, that is about as much as I can understand and sympathize. Because on our end, we have to do that too. But like, I also know as a choreographer, it's like, does is this dance appropriate? Did I cut the music? Is this mm-hmm. music right? Is it this, 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 this? Like there are numerous, like there are numerous other little things that happen that I'm like, I have to do these things and make them happen. So like, I, I just went... I don't know. I just would never, I, again, I would take a cheerleader, a gymnast before I can take a, a model maybe, but like to, a flat out but model and pageant are like the same thing. It's like, I think they're very, I think for me, it boils down to like telling a story. And when you are in a pageant or you're modeling, it is not necessarily about and internalize emotion or feeling, Mm -hmm. it's all very superficial things to me. Because most of, I mean, we live in the social media world that we do. A lot of times people are modeled, they are selling clothing, they are selling a product, Mm -hmm. you know? And even with the pageants, like, those girls that win end up selling products or they, you know, like, and granted, a lot of them do have humanitarian, like, goals and projects that they take on, which I do love, because I'm thinking of a particular 
Miss America contestant. I don't know if she won or not, but like her hobby, she came out like in her scrubs because she's a nurse. Mm -hmm. So she like came out in her like scrubs. She could be a doctor. Let me not downgrade that woman. But she is in the medical profession. I remember mm -hmm. she came out in her scrubs and everyone was like, yes, we love it. So again, I still think there can be hard work done there, but I think in dance, we have to tell a story, even in gymnastics to a wider extent. And I, and I just think that it's so not, just, it's more so about like just, you know, credit where credit's due. If you're a third yes. party, make sure you give credit where it's due. And also like, if you're on the opposite side, if you do something else to tell someone like, oh, your job is super easy, like I do that and then some, is not fair. So, you know, it's just about recognizing like what is dance and understanding the difference between all these things yes. that seem to get clumped together. And I can, again, I, as someone that started in music theater and still have a strong law for music theater, every, everybody collabs with everybody, you know? Mm -hmm. And so there are times where we overlap because I've done shows like that where it's like you get non-dancers and they're like, I basically want to stand here and look pretty because I, I have two left feet. Yeah. And it's like, cool. You get to stand here and look pretty and you're going to spin around and put your arms up like everybody else when we hear this part of the song. And they're like, great. And then in the back you got dancers that are like kicking their nose and like touching the ceiling. So I think there are, you know, there are instances where it's very close and it can feel similar. But I think don't, don't disrespect an art form. And I, I would even say that's like life advice. Like, I think it's the ignorance of a child to say that anything someone else does is easy. Especially oh. when you haven't walked or lived in those shoes. Because yes. that, that makes me think of the old argument of like, you know, performer, performing is easy. Being a technician is easy. You know, I've heard technicians say that about performers. And I've heard performers say that as technicians. And, I, and I've walked both those paths and have been paid to walk both those paths. And there are, com there are two completely different types of exhaustion and yes. you know like skills that you have to cultivate so i just mm -mm. anybody yeah go back to that person tell them they're full of shit or don't yeah. tell them that but i mean i just pageants aren't dance that's not right and it's just new. yeah so it's like just mm -mm. you know if somebody does something that's kind of in the same similar ish field you know do not take away what they do it's just not Oh, yeah. And again, I mean, and I understand that that split to even be like a choreographer and a dancer yeah. are in the same field, but they are not the same They're thing. They're two completely different things. You know, or the actor that, move, that moves, it's very different than a dancer, you yes. know? So it's a singer that, again, it's one of those things of like, uh, if you think like celebrities... Taylor Swift, I would never call a dancer. No. She's going to stand there and sing. Yes. But then you have artists like Sierra. I would call Sierra a dancer, yes. you know? So like... Beyonce, I would call her a singer and a dancer, yeah. you know? So I think it's one of those things of, you can be multiple things, but I think you have to pay respect to each of those things. Yes, agreed. That's my big thing. Yeah. So that being said, let's move right along to I'm Sorry What. And my story this week is not my story. It was shared with me on the Dance Teacher Network um, by Sharon T. Um, and her story was, so her student had just started up for their fall semester and they'd only been in class for about three weeks. And one of her girls, uh, mom, a new girl, the mom came up to her and she goes, I really think my daughter should move up to the next level. Mm. And granted, she, uh, Sharon is a studio owner. So she's mm. like, I haven't been to all the classes yet. You know, so it's right. the time I've been busy. Sure. Like I'm, I can't make any moves until I talk with the teacher or see the child in class. Like. But I will look into things. And so Sharon's like, 
the next day I had time. I knew that kid was in that class. So I watched the kid in the class. The child doesn't need to be moved at all. Yeah, for sure. And so she didn't even bother asking the teacher. She just saw, she's like, this child is not ready to move on to the next level. So she goes back to mom. She goes, no, mom, I think she's like in the right class for her where she's at. And she goes, the mom goes, well, the other girls in the class don't even know how to sashay. Oh, no. And (laughs) Shannon's like, wait, sashay? She's like, yeah, the guys are all sashaying wrong. (laughs) And Sharon goes, well, they're all sashaying wrong because it's a chasse, and that is not at all what we're teaching here. I think she's fine. So I, I love her for sharing. She literally thought about me and tagged me in the post when she was like, I, she shared it with the group and then she tagged me in it. I thank her for that, and I just, it makes me go like to all those parents that, again, pay respect to the people that know what they're doing. Yeah. You are not a dance teacher. You are not even saying the words correctly. Come on. Like, don't, don't do that. Don't be that person. Like, I'm, I'm happy that she, like, didn't just take her word and try to move this, move the kid. Because I'm like, I think it, at that studio, I think they have, like, two more levels before they hit, like, really advanced. But it's one of those things that, like, if you don't know basic terminology, I'm not going to be able to talk to you, first yeah. and foremost. Let alone being it wrong. And I have no doubt she's probably doing it wrong. It's just all the thoughts and feelings. Um, on the same vein as that, I had something happen recently where one of my, you know, my classes are starting to learn their dances and I'm trying to do, um, these, this one dance move where I, I like don't even have a name for it cause it's just like something I like choreographed and made up, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to like teach them this little, you know, this like little step that I've cultivated between it's like a mixture of like a rock step and a pot of beret and it's got like this cool little flair to it, whatever. And I'm trying to teach it to my kids and I know it's it's kind of complicated, but mm-hmm. that's why we're starting now, and we're going to slowly work on it, and then if it doesn't work, we'll change it, it We'll change it to a regular rock step or a regular pot of beret, and we won't do this little blendy, blendy thing of making the two into a movement, but um, someone came to watch my class and asked if they could see the dance. The kids were super excited. I was like, of course, um, and so we did the dance, and after the person was like, oh, she's, you know, she was like, that's really good, like, they're getting there, but, like, they're going to be together for the show, right? And I was like, so it's, and this was probably, like, a week or two ago, so I was like, it's September, the show's in December, right. the reason I'm starting now is so they look fierce in December and are together, and then she was like, and this little thing, and she, like, tried to do this step, and she was like, She's like, they're going to learn it, right? Because, like, it looks really messy. And the fact that she even, like, tried. I was like, it's day one. And then also, like, she tried to do the step and, like, she couldn't even do it. It's one of those things, again, like, pay respect where respect's due and, like, trust the professional. And these kids just wanted to show you what they've done so far and they were excited about it. Like, leave it at that. You don't need to tell them anything else. You're not the professional in the room. It's always that thing of, like, that. So I recently went through that with my underclassmen uh it's bait like it's a sing it's a really simple move like it's basically a kick step i guess like it's, it's like a, a step touch almost mm-hmm. but it's just fast mm-hmm. it's timed out to the beat of the music so it is exceptionally fast it's a single single double double single single double double and that's actually about the tempo but it's fast especially for footwork and one of the girls came late to class and she saw i was like watch it watch them do it as i added the move on they did it and she's like it looks horrible why are we doing that i said it's day one and again your show is not until late december right you have so much time to get this 
you're Rome wasn't built in a day. Like you're not gonna magically wake up. And I was like, not to mention you guys aren't dancers. Like this is an elective class. So like they enjoy dance, right? And they're happy to learn. But I'm like, they're not. You're not gonna get this in one head, yeah. Day, you know. And so like I, yeah, I'm definitely with you on that. It's like don't come in and think you're gonna get this overnight because it never works out that way. No. Like it just doesn't work out that way. No. Oh, drives me up the wall. Well, that's it for us. The curtain has closed on this episode. We hope that you will join us next week. And every week after that. We want to say a special thank you to our listeners. Our numbers keep growing, and that's all thanks to you. Episodes come out every Tuesday. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music are perfect places to do that. You can find us on Facebook at Point Your Toes. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at Point PYT. You can email us at PYTNYC29 at gmail.com. I'm your co-host, Tony Williams II. And I'm your co-host, Danielle Colangelo. See you next week on Point Your Toes, the adventures of an NYC dance teacher.